and suffering Amen. for us, only us. It's all in your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, Is 
not, will never be God. We don't pray to a statue. We don't pray to a molten calf. We don't pray to those things because that's not how you worship God. We pray to the Father, to the Holy Ghost. We are able to go straight to the Father and not have to pray to, a, to an item, an, an image, as we see here. But look at, uh, in verse number 7. Look what he says in verse number 7. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go get thee down, for thy people which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. He said, get down from here and go get those people because what they're doing is wicked. They've corrupted themselves. He said, they're worshiping something that ain't true. Now watch. The Bible says in Romans chapter number 1 and verse number 21, because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, Neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to the corruptible man, and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Bible says in Romans chapter 1, there will come a time when people draw away from God and they will not and they will not glorify God for who he is. See what happened was they did not glorify God for who he was and how he brought them out of Egypt, how he crossed the Red Sea, how he made the water sweet, how he gave the manna to eat from heaven. They did not glorify God for what he had done, and because they did not glorify him, they changed God into a beast. In verse number 23 of chapter of Romans chapter 1, he said, And then it changed the glory of God into an image. That's our God. You look across our world today, there are hundreds of hundreds of religions that bow down to an image because they have changed the glory of God. They have not glorified him as the God. And they've changed the image of God to a bird or to a four-footed beast or to the creeping things. Worship that takes place. <clears throat> when we come to church and we worship God, when we're at home and we can worship God, He is not an image. He is not a man that we worship. There might be good preachers. There might be good singers. There might be good things that we can applaud. But ultimately, I'm not worshiping them. I need to be worshiping who? God. And when Aaron, when Moses was God, they decided, let's worship Let's go back to worshiping that cow again. Let's go back to worshiping that image. And then they corrupted that image. They compromised that image or whatever you are, however you would want to say, is they made that image and said, well, that's God. This is God. This molten calf, he's the one that brought us out of Egypt. He's the one we're going to throw a feast for tomorrow because he's the Lord our God. This little molten calf. Now, we don't go as far as making a molten calf. Well, I think there's times that we allow things to replace God. Yes. Rather than in our worship. Something replaces him. Not like a molten calf. Oh, I've never bowed down to a molten calf. But I think we allow things to become more important than God. 
What you think? Any ideas, thoughts, questions? Money, yeah, money is one no. thing. I think money is a huge thing. Uh, Bible says the the love of money is the root of all evil. M money's not evil in of itself. It's that love when work becomes more important than God. Uh, that's right. And the money becomes more important than what God does. That's right. And more important than giving to God and doing those things for God when that money becomes so important. That's, right. that's good. Homes, cars. That's uh, right. Like that. Oh yeah. You get out there on Sunday afternoon, wax down and polish your car and take off the car show and hang out at the car show or go ahead and go to, to the lake with your boat and fish on Sunday and instead of being in church worshiping God, you're worshiping a boat. You're worshiping fishing. You're not worshiping God. Whatever's going to take the place of God. Or you take your, your kids to a baseball game or a football game, you know, Buy tickets, you know, and you're worshiping baseball. Right. Well, where's your value? There you go. What's What's the value of church? What's the value of worship compared to the value of your item? You mentioned a couple of different things: your baseball and 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 cars and and boats and homes. And, no, but right. so many people get wrapped up into that, and they that's forget right. about the importance of of worshiping God. And then that becomes, that takes the place of God. That's right. So you know, a bunch, I, of, bunch of junk. I've seen, I've seen lots of good people. Lots of good people let that thing that's not bad, necessarily bad, take the place of it. You I've know, seen I, it I, I, we're just born that junk. I mean, we don't got to have it for the rest of our lives. That's right. How I mean, many times have I said, we ain't taking it, you can go to heaven with us. Yeah, it's, it's just like a battery. You use it and then throw it away. Right. Buy a house, you know, shoot, shoot you drive dead, you know, your, your kids got to sell it anyway, get sure. rid of the junk. Sure. All that junk I collect in that back room, they got to get rid of that junk. Mm -hmm. Garage sale, big rummage sale. You know, uh, there's there's those things that in our in our life that keep us, that uh, prevent us from worshiping God. Um, there's some things in our life that, you know, that if they keep us from worshiping God, they're in the wrong spot. They're in the wrong spot. And it's important that we get it out of that spot so we can worship God. Um, because they, they weren't worshiping God. They weren't worshiping the God of heaven. They had corrupted worship. And I think corruption of worship is terrible. Because it, it's worshiping the item and not the God. You know. I think um, there's, many, there's many things that take place that just aren't, aren't true worship, they corrupt the worship. That makes sense. Any thoughts or questions? Yeah, yeah. Something else. These, these yeah. Uh, TV freaks. I, I'm getting on TV now because, I mean, my wife's not one of them. But some of these people just love watching TV all day long, all night long. You know, I mean, that's... that's hey, 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 settle down there. I like TV watching freak. my TV now. Stop it. No, no, I, I take a good book to read it. I'm happy. Well, see, now that's your problem. You just read too much. I don't worship it. I put see, it don't come at me. I'm going to come back at you now. No, I'm just kidding. And she I'm puts the TV away. Right. She turns it off. She turns the church. You know, but, but ultimately, you know, those are things. Those are nice. Those are nice, leisurable things to do. But they just can't take the place of God. And they can't that's take right. the place of worship. And, it's, and to me, I, I think that it's nice to have something that you enjoy 
And something that you do just doesn't need to be more important than God. It doesn't need to be where it takes the place of God, and then you become, and then you worship Him. That's right. Then it becomes everything that you do. You know, I remember, you know, uh, as a kid growing up, man, everything we did was about church. We we went to church. We had uh, uh, growing up as a kid. We, I ran a church bus track, and uh, on. Uh, what was it? Tuesday nights we had visitation, and uh, Wednesday nights we did soul winning with the teenagers, and Thursday night we went out soul winning, and Saturday night we went out visiting for the bus bus route, mm -hmm. and Friday nights we're at ball games, and uh, mm -hmm. you know I stayed so busy, but it was it was surrounded about the work of God, and that no matter where I'm at, do you know what my pro do you know what my priority needs to be? God, mm -hmm. and the things of God. And we need to be so busy doing God's work right. that those other items, they are okay to have, but it doesn't need to be more important than God's work and the worship of God, if that makes sense. You're happy, though. I mean, you're happy. No, absolutely. Happy as can be. Happy as can be. Put God first. But it's important that God's my contentment, not the money, and not the homes, and not the boats. Not and TV. not the not the TV yeah. and not the books I read. Oh, yeah. you know? That's right. Books. <laughs> yeah. That's second. It's true, though. I mean, God needs to be my my contentment, right? That's right. And worshiping God and realize what you, where all this comes from. Too. That's right. The book, the boat, the house, the TV. That's right. The money. That's right. Comes from God. That's right. Everything in this Bible world belongs to God. God. So who right. do you worship first? That's right. You want to worship the foundation, God. Amen. Then all things will be added. That's, yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All things will be added. That's good. That's right. That's good. Any, any other thoughts, questions before we move on? <laughs> all right, number five, their conduct. Look at their conduct, their sin. We're looking at their sin. We're looking at their impatience, their lying, their disobedience, their worship. And then number five, their conduct. Look in verse number seven. Look what it says. The Bible says in verse number seven, And the Lord said unto Moses, we read that just a moment ago, Go get thee down, for thy people which they, thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. Look at verse number 19. Look at verse number 19. The Bible says, And it came to pass, as soon as he came nigh into the camp, that he saw the calf and the dancing... And Moses' anger waxed hot, and he cast the tables out of his hands and break them beneath the mount. So here we are, their conduct, they have corrupted themselves in verse number 7. Verse number 19, they're dancing, and uh, he breaks the cat, he breaks the uh, tablets. Look at verse number 25. And when Moses saw the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies. So what took place? It was a progression in the wrong direction. The progression they made was wrong. And the conduct they had was first they wanted to lie. First they became impatient. Then they lied. Then they were disobedient. Then they wanted to worship God the wrong way. And then their conduct showed everything that was taking place and they started worshiping the wrong place. And then they came down and they were dancing in the wrong way. And then they came down and here they were naked. You tell me what had taken place. 
They were taking steps away from God, not closer to. The undressing of society is not closer to God, it's further away from God. That's right. The dancing and the things that takes place in our country today, uh, in, 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 in the sense of the way that people do it now, is wrong. It's sin. Bible says, teaches us here that these guys were not getting closer to God. They were pouring, pulling away from God. Their conduct showed that completely. Look in verse number 6. And they rose up early on the morrow, which was the day that Moses said, let's worship the Lord, all right? Rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings, and the people sat down to what? Eat and to drink and rose to play. They rose to play. See, what's taking place in America, in homes, in churches, are they are gradually taking steps away from God True. and not getting closer to God. This group of people, they weren't getting closer to God. They weren't trying to, oh, well, why is Moses still up there on the mountain? No, Moses, we don't even know where he's at. Go build us a cow so we can worship him because he's going to be our new God. And their conduct, they ate and they drank and they danced and they got naked. Look, they were, it was wickedness going down there. And all of it started was because they became impatient with God. And then they wanted to do, they wanted to lie about where Moses was at. And then they were completely disobedient to what God had told them to do. And they wanted to worship something that wasn't God and just desecrate worship. The illustration I heard years ago was that, and I can't, you can't hardly do it, but it's a, it's a, good, a good, good illustration is that uh, the world hears God. God's here, okay? And here's the world. And here's the church. And the church is here from the world. And what has happened is the church and the world were this close to God 50 years ago. What has happened is the world has continued to step further away and the church is sliding away from God, but still keeping its distance from the world. The church is standing where the world would have never stood 50 years ago. Sure. Because they're in the place the world would have never stood 50 years ago. You ever talk about churches? I've heard a pastor of this church, uh, I remember mentioned, uh, I don't know what church it was, but him getting up there saying, look, 
I mean, he wants to go extreme left. He says he is for defunding the police. He's for everything the Democratic Party's for. Uh, you know, he was, well, he says, we need clean house. Get rid of this president. When a man standing up for God, even though he might personally have been half skeleton in the closet, he's got a man backing him up that I think is really good. It depends. But here, here we got a man off the left. Good Lord, I'm looking at, at congressmen and senators. They want to legalize prostitution. They want goat smoking. They want abortion. I mean, come on. How far away from God can you get? You know? Well, it's just like this. In the church house, they are legalizing, they're doing things in the church house that would have never even been thought about, you know, years ago. Same-sex marriages, and, I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, they go on And then, and then uh, you know, uh, same-sex pastors and all those kind of things are, are taking place in church houses across America because, and it, and it has nothing to do with anything else, has everything to do with how close they are to God. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm looking at myself and I'm comparing myself to God, then I'm going to know certain things are right and certain things are wrong, certain things that I ought to look, ought to do. And what we do, what we're what we're steady doing is well, we're, we're still away from the world. We're not near as bad as the world is. But I can't compare myself to how I am to the world. I need to compare myself to how close I am to God. As an individual, as a church. These people went away from God. Their conduct went crazy because the preacher left. Uh, they, they, they thought that they could just do whatever they wanted to do, and they did. And their conduct went unbelievably left. There are people in our, in our world today, preachers, pastors, churches across America, that are just steady, leaning to the left, Changing right. doctrine, changing That's the right. truth of the word of God, and pulling away from God when we need to be pulling closer to Him with the things that are going on in our in our world. We need to be pulling closer to God. But I look at all this. Why? Why did this all take place? Why did they? Why did they make the the, the image? Why did they? Why were they impatient? Why did they lie? Why were they disobedient? Why did they worship? Why did their conduct fall? Why? Look in verse number 8. The Bible says, look at this, watch this. They have turned aside quickly. Out of the way which I have commanded them, they have made them a molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed thereunto and said, These be thy gods, O Israel which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Why? They did it quickly. I don't know if they were still hanging on to what had taken place in Egypt. They couldn't get it out of their head that they used to worship a molten calf. Look at verse number 21. I'm going to have three different verses here. Verse number 21, the Bible says, And Moses said unto Aaron, what did this people unto thee that thou hast brought thou hast brought so great a sin upon them? Verse number 30. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses said unto the people, Ye have, ye have sinned a great sin. And now I will go up unto
to the Lord, for adventure I shall make an atonement for your sin. Verse number 31. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Oh, this people have sinned a great sin and have made them gods of gold. You see what he, what Moses said in verse number 21, verse number 30, and verse number 31. He said it was a great sin before God that they would make a molten calf, that they would be impatient, that they would be disobedient, that they would worship somebody that wasn't God, and their conduct would turn away from God. Why would they do this great sin? Was because they were pulling away from God, not getting closer. How slippery the slope gets when you pull away from God. I've seen people do things I would have never thought they would have done in a million years because simply they got away from God. I watched friends do so. Did they really just do that? What in the world? You know, people want to make laws to comfort them. They won't, they don't want to like abortion. They, they, they uh, want to, if, if they uh, go out and somebody, they say, well, happened? somebody raped you or something, you know, uh, and you get pregnant. And they want to do away with that child like he's trash and keep on living, you know? I mean, I, I look at these babies walking around, I just, I just hang my head. They're a blessing. I know my kids are a blessing to me, and they're an uh, even greater blessing when you get older because you really, really know you're living for them. And to just, you know, uh, it's just a convenience. You know, I, I heard a politician, I'm not gonna mention her name, she was running for president one time, say, women, it's your right. No, it's not your right. God, what God puts there, he can take away. Only God puts there, he can take away nothing. You don't take away. Well, sin, uh, you know, sin is wrong. That's right. You know, and 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 again, it's it's one of those things where it's important to stay close to God, because then when we when we small when we sin the smallest of sins that we think, you know, we put labels on sin, you know, big sins, small sins, um, but all sin is equal in the sight of God. But when we think, when we're close to God and we sin, we immediately know that. Mm -hmm. Our right. conviction sets at some point. Mm -hmm. But the further we get away from God, the conviction no longer hits us as hard as it used to. So many things going on. It's like, oh, did Jesus say that? Oh, no, 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 no
sure they are. That's why it's so important to draw close to God. The Bible says, draw nigh unto the Lord. It is talking about, you know, in that, that scripture, talking draw nigh unto God. It's talking about being able to conquer the devil and being able to overcome those kinds of things. But we need to get closer to God. I don't know, when my wife and I were dating, I wanted to be as close as I could to her. You know, know all those things. Not no more, but uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, she's back there, not no more. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I didn't know what she was doing back there. Okay, anyway, but, but you know, you know, you wanted to be as close as you could and get to know them as much as you can. And even now, I don't want to be far away from my wife. I want us to be on the same page. I want us to be able to, to be in sync. I'm thinking what she's thinking. She's thinking what I'm thinking. I mean, we're, we're on the same page, right? I mean, that's what you want. Not going the opposite directions. But for us to do that, do you know what that means? I've got to spend time with her. That means I've got to shut everything off and be able to spend time with her. Talk to her. Uh, spend time with her. And... Uh, hey, and the same thing with God. If I want to be on the same page with him and I want to make the decisions God wants me to make, guess what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to shut some things off to be able to draw close to God and get closer to him so that sin, it still convicts me when I do wrong. You know, the first time you ever do something that you knew was wrong, you're like, did I get caught? Ah, that didn't. And then the next time you do it, it's not as bad. Then by the fourth or fifth time, you don't even look to make sure someone doesn't catch you. Because it gets easier and easier to do. With sin, when we keep ourselves close to God, it will help us to conquer sin. Because we're never going to become sinless. Never will. But we can always sin less than what we do. And it's important that uh, no matter what size of the sin you think it is, it's still wrong. You know, that's, that is the most important thing. Whether it's, you think it's a small sin or you think it's a big sin, it's still wrong. I heard a preacher say one time, if it ever was right, it's still right. But if it ever, if it ever was wrong, it's still wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, that's to the Bible, not necessarily. Do I? Right, right, right. Right, Bible, yeah. Exactly. That's good. Um, I think Bob Jones Sr. said, uh, wrote a song, so do right, do right, do right, do right, do right till the stars fall. Do right. Uh, we've got a major on doing right, but how do we do right? By falling close to God. It's very important. And these children of Israel, they did not do right. And uh, we'll see, we'll see next week the consequences they face because of not doing right. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for tonight. Thank you for allowing us to be together. I pray that you bless our time. I pray that you bless all those that were listening this evening. I pray that you.